My name's Rad, and I want to tell you about the Transformers. My curiosity is aroused. Decepticons, transform and rise up! Calling Autobots! Calling Autobots! This is a battle protocol! Robots with emotions. Robots who can die. Hey folks, and welcome to Transformers Tuesdays, the fan hole spinoff show where we talk Transformers all the time and every time. I'm Mike, uh, I'll be your host uh, this episode, and uh, joining me tonight is... Hey, this is Derek, Derek WC. You didn't tell me we were podcasting about this. It's too big. We can't! It's too impossibly big. What a time I considered sparing your wretched little planet, Cybertron. But now... You shall witness its dismemberment. No! Uh, if you can't guess, if you haven't, if for some reason you just clicked on this link and you didn't read what you were about to listen to, uh, we are talking about uh, Transformer Marvel Transformers number seventy-five. Uh, the U- U.S. Marvel, I should say, seventy-five. Uh, the the uh, famous uh, anniversary issue. Uh, where they fight Unicron, and you know this was years and years after the movie, and like this was like in the waning days of Transformers popularity, and like the waning waning days of the Marvel comic. So like, like but it, yet, but yet it was still a tie-in to the Japanese release yeah. of Transformers the movie. <laughs> yeah, somehow it still it was still relevant, it was still timely. In the world. Yeah, so like this is a you know a very important issue. Um. It personally for me, it's probably my if I if you hold hold me at gunpoint and ask me what my favorite single issue of Transformers like comics is, it's probably this issue. Like, and uh, like as as for a history with this issue, um, I don't actually remember like the first time I read this issue. Like, it's weird, but I like there were so many options at the time. Like, I either read it as a scan on an Angel Fire site or. Um, I got that Titans book trade like that came out like in the early like 2000s, I think, or okay. I've, when was it like late 90s, early 2000s? Yeah, that, that, they sounds, were that sounds right. Like late 90s, something like, like that. I, those, were, those were the ones that were always falling apart on everybody, right? Yeah. Like, the, well, mine is still holding together. But yeah, I could see like, you know, the, the pages are nice, but I could see it like, you know, that spine isn't the best. Mm. But. Like, yeah, this like it was a big deal to me because I could never find this issue. Like once I like had it in my head that like I was going to, you know, collect as many Transformers back issues as I could. Like all those like uh, uh, like I guess at the same time, everyone was starting to get into like all those later like and like they were all impossible to find. And like I read on the Internet, like I had read a summary of this issue. I had seen pictures, but, you know, the Internet in the late 90s was not the Internet of today. Like you, you couldn't find always like, you know, detailed synopsises and scans of things and pictures. Like I think all I had was like a really grainy picture of the cover and like someone did a review of it and there were like three pictures that it, they included from the issue and i'm like oh man like when does that happen like would they, they fight unicron later like why didn't i pick that issue up like because you know when i was a kid 
ironically, like I would pick up all the back issues that like Budiansky wrote because those looked like those Transformers were more familiar to me, like on the cover, like because they mostly had, you know, characters from the first three years. So like I was like, oh, like, you know, this later stuff must not be too good because I don't recognize like the Micromasters or the Pretenders or anything. So but, you know, once I figured out that like you know oh no it got really good like later on like then i tried to track down some of those issues i didn't have so much luck and like like even my older cousin who i inherited a bunch of like like old comics from like he didn't have a lot of these issues so like i want to say that maybe i read it on like some one of those old angel legend like we always talk about those legendary like angel fire sites that had Mm -hmm. scans Mm -hmm. of all the comics that i might have read it there but I know for a fact the first physical copy was the Titans books end of the road uh, trade, which had I think issues seventy five through eighty, and like yeah. that was like I was so happy to get that like that was like uh, that was like one of those things where I like sent away for it like from the UK I think they were only in the UK and I oh, sent and away they had to mail it. it to you huh yeah and they mailed it and it took like three or four weeks and like when, like when four weeks was up I was like. I was so like anxious, like to come home from school every day because I was like, "Is it in the mail yet? Is it in the mail?" And like when I finally got there, I was like so excited to read these issues. So yeah, like what 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 is your history? I imagine it's different than mine with this. Yeah, issue. it's it's different, but but sort of. I mean, some of the things you say, like uh, I kind of key into because you know, like the the my, my I mean, you you have to sort of go over my reading history with the Marvel Transformers comics. But I mean, I was I was pretty faithful. I'd say almost from the beginning i mean a lot of the 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 early issues i read through digests or those you know those early collected editions where it collected the three issues and they were kind of magazine format and all that stuff and then you know my cousin uh gave me like the first 10 issues so then after that i was you know fine because i was getting the toys r us three packs and you know so basically i mean I was trying to think when I exactly lost steam on it. For sure, I know I read, like, in real time, buying them from the stores off the, you know, whether it was spinner racks or off the, you know, the comic specialty shop racks or whatever, right? I was doing it for sure up until the underbase. I want to say I might have gotten, like, 51 or 52, but, like... Probably right around the time Bob Budiansky ran out of steam, like I think I kind of ran out of steam too, and 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 I I I think I had that same. I mean I don't know if they line up or not because I didn't bother to to look at the dates or whatever, but I mean it was kind of similar with GI Joe for me too, like except for instead of the underbase for me it was the the Cobra Civil War, which was like in the the late 70s, you know, 74, 75, 76. And then I might have stuck around till like, you know, 80 or 81. And interestingly enough, I think they both had that same pattern where the issues eventually got good. You had Simon Furman and Jeff Sr. come on to Transformers. And then, you know, Larry Homo is still writing G.I. Joe, but then, like, there were... There, there were a lot of issues drawn by MD Bright and 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 Lee Weeks and Ron Garney and a bunch of other great guys. And anyway, so th- th- the point of that is just to say that 
my rediscovery of Transformers, whereas I think with G.I. Joe, it was like, I was like, oh, shit, the Saw Viper murdered everybody. Like, this is, whoa. Like, and I, I kind of stumbled upon that in a Walden books or something. I don't remember if it was like a quick stop or whatever, but like some of these late issues, that's why I ran into problems trying to reacquire some of these late issues because they're kind of a pain in the ass to get because not as many were printed and like you said, it was waning in popularity, you know, like, the, the, you know, it's the I mean, honestly, Transformers is the famous story, right? Because because the Marvel Transformers book was canceled for having sales that the Dreamwave Transformers comic book was was heralded for. Right. And that that displays the the vast chasm of disparity in, you know, comic book buying. Right. Like, it's ridiculous. Like Jim Shooter would have canceled a book that made the sales that the Dreamwave Transformers comic book canceled. But at that point, it was the biggest seller in all of freaking comics, which is probably, you know, uh, uh, you know, a topic for another day. But, you know, like that that's one of those things that's so weird because they had less and less copies of those. So those were more of a pain in the ass to get. And I remember what what basically captured me was that image of Megatron fused with Ratchet. It was issue 70. And I was just like, what is this? You know, like, and so I, I, you know, again, I gravitated towards that. The, the Andrew Wildman art, I just thought, man, no one, you know, for me, it was like, no one was drawing Transformers so personified as Andrew Wildman. And I was just totally like, wow, this is like, you know, it was like a renaissance or a resurgence or whatever. You know, my, my love for it all came flooding back and went, man, this is great. Like, why didn't they always draw Transformers like this? And I was just totally captivated by it. And 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 that issue was kind of leading into this, you know, I guess, truce between the, the Decepticons and Autobots. You know, they, they were trying to work towards a truce, which leads into the 75th issue pretty much. But the, the idea was this oncoming threat, you know, Unicron was coming, you know, the, the, the reasoning was Primus had gotten all these guys together. He had created the transformers to defend him, to, to battle Unicron. That was their, their main purpose, you know, the, the secret purpose this whole time. And, and I guess sort of to answer the question is I, I know I read 70 and 71 from, the the spinner racks and then I, I started picking up transformers on the regular again in the comic shops but some of those issues were not as easy to come by the same reason too because the stores would only you know they would only get like you know two or three issues of it because th- th- it wasn't selling right like so there weren't it wasn't like it wasn't like walking in and getting a copy of McFarlane spider-man and there were just you know stacks and stacks and stacks of them or like x-force or whatever right there weren't just stacks and stacks and stacks of them it was like there were a couple copies of it so if you missed out on that copy and you couldn't use the the quick stop you know 7-eleven trick and find it you know out there later which is what i ended up doing with some of those issues you you didn't get it sort of in the wild so i'm trying to remember i i think i was able to get all of these off the stands I missed like 76 and 77 and those were the ones I had to like find as back issues later, which was a pain. But like, other than that, I think I was able to get all the issues from the stores, including this one. 
So, I mean, as far as like, you know, I, I never owned those Titan trades because, you know, at the time to, to me, I was like, oh, I didn't need them. Right. Like it was like I, I had the original issues and stuff like that. And I guess, you know, the, 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 the allure to the Angel Fire sites to me was mainly because of all the UK comics, which were not readily available and, yeah. and stuff like that. So, you know, but but I mean, I think, you know, for me, this was something that I, you know, I had read off the stands i know like i i, I think like this it's interesting because the, the the title hadn't quite closed yet but this is very much like the climax to to a lot of storylines and 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 almost you know it's like almost the climax to the series but it kind of peters on for you know five more months you know basically yeah, they they said like in some markets, like in Poland, they said this was the final issue of Transformers. Mm, like they didn't even okay. bother. Like they cut out that last like epilogue page, and then like they didn't even bother to print the so rest. To of print it. the rest of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could I could see that. I mean that. I that... mean it is a like it is kind of like a you know a perfect like getting off point, but but it, it, like we'll talk about that. But uh, let me. I'm gonna. I went. Uh, I've got the wiki page up. Let me read all the info, and I'll read a summary of it, just in case you know people who are listening to this are not familiar with the story. This is, like I said, it's Marvel US number seventy-five. Uh, it was reprinted in in the UK Marvel comics uh, as uh, three nineteen through three twenty-two. Like they only had eleven pages, so they had to like you know split it up among multiple issues. But uh, in in the US. Uh, it was released in December of 1990. Uh, obviously, writer Simon Furman, the artist Jeff Senior, colors Anel Yamtoff, letters Rick Parker, and the editor was Rob Tokar. And the, t- the title of the story is On the Edge of Extinction! Exclamation mark. With Unicron looming over the planet Cybertron, the assembled Transformers flee in a blind panic. The Dark God rips into the planet's surface, sampling its metal and brainstorm, and declaring it succulent. Primus, still possessing the form of Zaron, urges Optimus Prime and Scorponok to calm their warriors and unite them in battle against the Chaos Bringer. But even the two leaders are overwhelmed by the sheer immensity of their foe. Primus himself initiates an attack on Unicron, but the Dark God sees through what is essentially a ruse and destroys Zaron. Galvatron blasts Unicron at full power. While it does virtually no damage, it does what Galvatron had hoped, inspires the Transformers to stand and fight. Soon a planet-wide battle is raging. Many Transformers are killed in the fighting, most notably Scorponok, who makes a final stand to live up to his legacy as a Decepticon warrior. The Neo-Knights also attempt to engage, but their powers are no match for Unicron, and Circuit Breaker remains catatonic despite GB Blackrock's attempts to revive her. Reinforcements arrive in the form of the Ark, which is filled by, with Autobots reactivated by the Nucleon retrieved by Grimlock. Grimlock has the Ark sideswipe Unicron, damaging it and forcing them to abandon it in flight. As Optimus Prime struggles to keep his Power Master bond from coming apart, the tainted creation matrix suddenly arrives at Cybertron, with the possessed Thunderwing at its core. The matrix confronts its old foe, Unicron, but with its virtuous nature stripped away, the matrix no longer has any advantage over Unicron. Unicron a power burst that tears Thunderwing limb from limb and devastates the surface of Cybertron. 
as the blast passes, Prime spots the creation matrix. Tiring of the battle, Unicron reverts to his planet mode and prepares to devour Cybertron entirely, but as he begins, he is blasted by the revived Circuit Breaker, who pours every bit of her power at him in an insane rage. The distraction gives Optimus Prime enough time to separate from Q and reach the Matrix. His mind free from doubt, he reclaims the Matrix, purges it of darkness, and plunges it and himself into Unicron's maw. Overwhelmed with terrible, wonderful life, Unicron explodes while the survivors on Cybertron's surface look on in awe. Some while after the battle, Battletrap and Runabout are walking somewhere on Cybertron. Runabout goes to investigate some movement in the shadows, and is promptly snatched underground by a clawed hand, and observed by a hidden Haikyuu devoured. So, is this the end? No. But it was the end in some markets, but... I mean, you know, you'd be sad if you took up the Punisher on his offer for three issues free of a 25% off subscription to Marvel Comics, and you had checked (laughs) off Transformers, because you sure weren't getting those 12 issues. It's not not like, you know, sometimes I wonder they're like, somebody starts like uh, Generation 2 and some guy's like, hey, I paid my $9. Where's my Generation 2s? You know, I needed some some extra comics because you, you, you stiffed me for what, like uh, seven seven issues on my subscription if you, if, you, if you took up Punisher on a subscription offer. But, you know, this the, I mean, this is a this is, a, you know, a very climactic issue, right? Like if you haven't been reading it the whole time i suppose you know because it culminates in in such a huge final battle um i mean one of the things that's that's really nice about this though is i think like a lot of the characters that it was focusing on at the time do get some some really nice spotlight you know like i mean it, it might be playing to favorites because i mean it is simon Furman and he's got his his characters that he enjoys and everything or some of the characters that were you know being i guess groomed for for you know the the you know the neo knights were going to go off and be like the magnus robot fighter team in marvel comics or something like that right so so they they did have some pages devoted to them right so i mean arguably you could you know, rant and rave and yell and scream about why they're in there. But I mean, they, you know, they, they did serve a purpose to the overall plot and story and, and, and that kind of thing. But like, I mean, I love the interaction between, you know, shockwave and star scream, you know, like that's, that, that's a beautiful moment where he's that's, just yeah. looking, looking at Unicron and, you know, it's like, I have no hypothesis. This is beyond analysis, beyond logic, you know. And it's like he's like, I suggest Starscream. We get the heck out of here right now. Sounds logical to me, Shockwave. <laughs> yeah, look, yeah. there's really not a weak spot in this like issue. I think, like, I think, and Furman's not really known for like satisfying conclusions. Sometimes, mm. like, a mm. lot of time. A lot of times, either his his run is going to be curtailed, and he has to like jam everything into a shorter space than he initially planned, or I don't know. Just sometimes, like he he's just not too good with endings, and this is one of like one of if not his best like conclusions. Yeah, yeah, and I think I I think that the 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 moments that everybody gets, you know, whether it's GB Blackrock having 
his moment. And then, you know, I, I, for me, I think I, you know, I love Galvatron too. So he's like, you know, basically he's kind of like, that's it. These idiots have to be shown by example, you know, like I will strike the first blow against Unicron, you know, and that kind of thing. Like he's the one who kind of leads off the charge, ironically. And 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 so you know and and there's that funny you know to me I I think it's like a great line where you know Scorponok's like I don't know who that valiant warrior was but his brave actions shame us you know and it's like well I don't know if he's brave he's kind of an insane homicidal guy but you know whatever you know good enough you know like, one, let's let's go fight you know the first panel I ever saw from this issue and I like I said it was on some like crappy Angel Fire site that reviewed like all eighty issues. And he had maybe like three images from the issue that he probably scanned on a shitty like scanner or something. Mm-hmm. But like the very first in like inside image I ever saw of this issue was that panel of Unicron backhanding Galvatron. Mm. Like, and I was like, oh man, that's cool. Like, when does that happen? Like, I want to see like Galvatron fights Unicron. Like, you know, and not just like, you know, I, I, I knew like in, you know, the movie, he just kind of like shot at him and then, you know, Unicron swallowed him. I was like, what, what, what prompts Unicron to like backhand Galvatron like that? Right, right. I right. was like, man, that's fucking cool. Like, and I mean, he's he's, he's almost doing a, a Sal Basima like standardized like smack punch away. You know, yeah. With that, shot. like, I mean, like, it, and, it's, and it's fun. Like, I think I've said this before, but Jeff Senior has said that like the Busimas, like Sal and like his father, were like one of his major like artistic influences so and, like, and, and yeah and you can totally totally see it throughout this issue yeah. you know i i will talk about this like i have nothing but good things to say about jeff senior's work i like jeff senior's work having said all that the reason why i i got back into transformers was because of andrew wildman like because of that art right and like it was it was one of those weird things like when i went back and got all the back issues this made more sense to me but i think at the time i started with 70 and i moved on from there and then i tried to you know catch up in between and of course you know you get some of the the stuff bob budiansky was burnt out on with the you know the micromasters doing professional wrestling and all that other stuff but eventually you get into the the Furman issues where you you introduce like the the um the, the pretender shells and, and the, you know, Thunderwing and the, you know, the, the Matrix quest and all that stuff. Right. And so when when you see Jeff Senior's art in that, I was kind of like, oh, OK, this carried through for the whole arc and it made sense to me. Right. But then, you know, I, I think at the time, because I was so used to Andrew Wildman, I was like, hey, wait a minute. What the hell? Like the conclusion is like not. You know, is not going to be drawn by the guy who I thought was like the bee's knees. So I, I do remember kind of being like taken aback by that. But I mean, I, I think I've had like, you know, way than more than enough time to sort of, you know, get over that, you know. But I think at the time it was something where I was kind of like, hey, what the heck? Like, what is this? You know, this is, a, yeah. you know, like I, I, think- I, I thought, you know, in some points I thought maybe it was like a bait and switch type thing, you know. Yeah, I get you. Like, I think it's a good choice, though, because, like, when I think of Wildman, I think of, like, sort of, like, weirdly, like, like more intimate art, like, Mm, close up, like, you know, gritty and, like, you know, you know, you've got spit flying everywhere and fluids and everyone's battle damaged and, you know, it's just very close and dirty and intimate. And 
I think Jeff Senior does better, like scale, like you yeah, know, he's and, he's showing you the the scope of what's going like, on here. Yeah, yeah. and it's. And, you know, the wiki, you know, one of the errors is like, oh, like, you know, Unicron scale is like all over the place in this issue. And yeah, it is. But like, it's never enough to notice it, really. Like, unless you, you want to be really pedantic about it. Like, it, like you could tell, like, there's that one awesome panel of uh, Unicron just standing on Cybertron, yeah. like, and rake, raking its surface with, it, like, his eye beams, and he's, like, screaming, like, you know, someone fight back! Like, this is boring! Like, you know, and, like, it, it, it's... Like, he sometimes, like, when you go closer in, like, even even that panel, like I said, where he backhands Galvatron, like, it's not quite the same scale, but you get the idea. Like, the the sheer size of Unicron comes across, like, clear in, like, every single panel he's in, basically. Like, you can, like, you, like, we were joking at, like, earlier when Optimus and Scorponok have their, like, first moment of panic where they're, like, you know, he's, it's so big, like, we, we can't possibly fight that. Like, the, the panic everyone feels is, like, so yeah. expertly, like, conveyed, I think. Well, I mean, and, and that's, that's one of those things that I think, y- y- you know, I, I, I think some of it has to do with, like, like following Transformers the movie, like like that, you know, and it's one of those things that like I I think this is an example of something successful where it's like you 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 revisited an idea, but you did it your own way and you put your own spin on it, and like that's that's something that I don't see very often anymore. I mean, certainly there there's a bunch of sort of creatively bankrupt people that revisit the same ideas over and over again but it's that it's that trick of putting like your own spin on things and like that that sense of panic that you describe like where they're all like fleeing like bugs and you know just just you know even the opening just you know the the idea of you know it's it, you know it's brainstorm right like supposedly the the smartest person there is right and 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 it's like it's like a visual representation of what what the comedian says to Ozymandias. You know, like, oh, that's great. You're a smart guy. Well, guess what? You're gonna be the smartest dead guy. You know, like and 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 it's like it's just it's it's this kind of like awestruck, you know, sequence where everyone is running around like a chicken with their head cut off. And 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 there's of course the few people that kind of at least are taking it in, you know, like, like shockwave or Starscream, or, you know, like you, you, you know, eventually, you know, prime and Scorponok kind of regain their, they regain their composure, I guess, you know, and stuff like that. So, you know, and, but I mean, I mean, they, they, you know, it's, it's interesting because th- th- this was the type of stuff where you could see like crazy stuff going on. You know, there were things like, uh, you know, I don't know that you want to call it exactly friendly fire, but maybe, you know, it's like incompetent fire or something like this, you know, like highbrows getting Cloudstorm killed, you know, like, you know, some, some of these Decepticon pretenders, you know, like fix back or, you know, being morons and people are getting stepped on, you know, and it's like the, the fact that like, if you were already, I guess, quote unquote, I mean, I, I think this is too strong of a word to say, that's why I'm quoting it. But I mean, if you were a person that was traumatized by, the death of characters that you grew accustomed to, that you were fond of in Transformers, the movie, like 
that's one degree of this, but but this is this is I don't know, like like there there's something about the way that some of these characters are just nonchalantly like just squished and disposed of, you know, like and it's 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 almost kind of more realistic or 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 somehow applies a more I guess you know, warlike sensibility to the, the battle, you know, just that, that it's like, you know, shit happens in war. And, and, and it's like, you just see all that like happen on panel, you know, like, and, and, and it doesn't, it doesn't always, you know, extend to human characters, I guess, you know, cause they were trying to spin those guys off into their own titles. Right. But you know, the, the fact that people just get knocked aside and everything. And I, I think one of those things that's, that's cool about it is, I mean, you know, Scorponok literally like gets his face melted off. Like, I mean, that's like one of those moments where it just, I mean, you know, it, it, to me, like that Scorponok sequence is like up there with like, you know, crypto, like, you know, eating the crap out of the kryptonite man or like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like one of those moments where it just kind of hits you in your gut where you're like, you know, you, you just feel like, you know, the the weight and the the kind of sadness of it all, you know, like the, the I don't know. It's like it's so it's I, so like simple and minimalist almost like not not just like Jeff Senior's like art, but like, you know, Furman's script. It's like, you know, yeah, it's so very yeah. simple and like that's what you know, the panel you have is your avatar. It's like that's what gives it weight is just yeah. The yeah. prime and shadow over Scorponok's body, like bowing his head, like you know. Yeah, and he takes that. He he has that moment of silence for this guy. That's like, and 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 the the great thing about it is this guy. This whole time, I mean, he was one of the you know. I mean, you know, to put it in Japanese vernacular, you know, he was one of the evil Destron Decepticon generals. I mean, he he was an evil son of a bitch. But the the whole time, it's like he he becomes a headmaster. You know, there's there's that aspect of humanity to appeal to him for, and and you had this whole Decepticon civil war going on between him and Shockwave, and eventually he you know comes out on top with that, and they agree to help Prime you know fight Unicron. So it's like he's 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 become this kind of magneto type character you know straddling those lines you know fighting for a cause that's bigger than himself and and then he ends up actually giving himself for the cause you know and 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 that's uh you know that that i mean you know that's just one of those things where it's it's very it's just a strong you know, way for the character's arc to end and, and just, you know, one of those things where you're like that, that made the character, you know, forever memorable to me. And even when I, even when I read this now, I'm still, you know, it's, it, it doesn't lose its weight. You know, it's not, it's not one of those stories where you read it, you forget about it and then you come back to it and read it again and go, Oh, I forgot this. Yeah. Okay. And that's all that happens. It's like, I don't know, but you know, maybe, maybe it's the age in which I read it at, or maybe it's, you know, I, you know, some, some other psychological thing you can account to it. But I mean, I, I'll just say, like, I think this is, you know, like you said, the 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 scale is expertly displayed, and the the writing is simplistic but really well, you know, like in other words, every word counts and 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 works towards 
setting up the kind of emotions and feelings that that you should be having, you know, like and and, you know, I don't, I don't know. I mean, you know, the, the, I guess getting back to my original point, which was they, they wanted to distinguish it, I think, you know, and, and, and for something that's a purposeful distinction, it's it's Unicron coming to Cybertron to end it, but is a distinction from Transformers the movie? Like, I mean, it th- this earns all its divert... Like, in other words, if, if you were expecting, I don't know, like Hot Rod to get the Matrix or something, I mean, you can easily understand why it doesn't happen in this version of the story, you know? I mean, the, the, the most... The most scathing criticism I could level at it is I could, you know, rant and rave about why why does Circuit Breaker have to be in this story at all, you know? But it's like still, I mean, she she's not the the final word on Unicron. It's like she buys them some time, you know, with Unicron. And I guess for once it's a good arc for her because at least at least she's not like attacking the wrong robot for once. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like finally after fucking 75 issues, she's finally used her goddamn powers for like good. You know what I mean? Like instead of fucking killing poor fucking Autobots, she's finally like using her powers on an evil son of a bitch for once. So so like all that kind of stuff I can kind of you know, to to me, I mean it's like I, I can see why these things had to be different because it's like you could conceivably read the movie adaptation or you could conceivably you know go rent the the movie on home video or whatever it was right and this this i think wasn't just going to be a cookie cutter kind of retelling of that it was going to be their own version of of unicron within this this marvel continuity and i i think i think my head was at that point where it didn't you know i, I didn't care so much about things that tied into other you know you know what i mean like it wasn't it wasn't a big deal about you know does does, should the comic be synchronous with the cartoons or should this all you know be aligned for lack of a better term like i i don't think any of that shit bothered me it was like this was its own thing and they were telling their story and it was kind of like a wonderful place to pick back up on the transformers again And I mean, I used to be a little salty about like Circuit Breaker, like managing to give like Unicron like pause. But then I like I kind of thought about it and I was kind of like she's been in the comics since like what issue nine. Like so, I mean, she has like her and Blackrock like deserve to be there. I feel like, you know, maybe, you know, maybe you can say like, oh, the Neo Knights, you know, that's Furman trying to like secure another job for himself or whatever. But, you know, with the pages that they're there in. Circuit Breaker and Blackrock in particular, I think, like, they earned their part in the story, I feel mm-hmm. like. like mm-hmm. What are the, the the other three? Uh, Thunder Punch, uh, Rapture, and Dynamo. Like, I mean, they, they basically don't do a whole lot. But, like, I, I, I do like that scene of, like, Thunder Punch, like, calling Blackrock out where, you know, Blackrock wants them to try and get away. And Thunder Punch is kind of like, yo, hey. You know, like you told us we're going to fight robots and like, here's the like worst robot of them all. Now you don't want us to fight him. Like, what? what's the deal, yo? Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, like in. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that's all good shit. Like, and like, like I said, there's there's no I don't think there's any weak spots in this book. Like, like I, I like like. There's there's no slow spots, I should say. There's no spots where I was not like I was taken out of the action. 
I think I think it does that that wonderful thing where, you know, the, the, you know, obviously you had to be reading the comic on a monthly basis. But like there there are many characters in the ongoing narrative that receive their Han Solo moment, I guess, if that makes sense. Like at the end of Star Wars, where it's like, you know, like even it's to me, it's funny. It's I mean, I know it's not the same thing, but, you know, Thunderwing comes in with like the evil Matrix and he's basically like, Yahoo, kid, you're all clear. Let's go home. But like in his own version of that, it's like he's going to hold them off. You know, em- Emirate, um, I, I, I'm probably not going to say it the same as you because I was always calling it Xeron for like years, but Xeron like, or whatever. Xavier. Yeah, yeah. I, I always, I, I always said Xeron because like xylophone. Like, yeah, so. yeah. So, I, yeah, I don't, I, I, who, who cares? It's like, who cares? It's a fucking alien. Like, there's probably no right way to pronounce it. I don't know. Maybe if Simon Furman was like, oh, I called him Emirate, blah, blah, blah. And then we'd have to all say Emirate, blah, blah, blah. But, um, you know, anyway. Um, but yeah, like, like all those characters kind of like get their, you know, moments and, you know, circuit breaker is one of those, you know? So it's like, that's, you know, to me, that's fine. You know, like I, I, I like that, like that. And it's sort of tight. Like you're saying, this is pretty satisfying. Cause it, 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 it ties a lot of loose threads, you know, like you're, you're, you're getting, you know, it's like, Oh, you, you know, that, I guess that that sweater is coming together, right? And like even even the characters who like you know get killed or only have like one scene, like I feel like everyone's like on point. Like I'm sure you love like, and like you said, like you know Hot Rod doesn't isn't the hero here, but no, Hot Rod no. still gets a moment. Like I yeah, love he the, still the has whole, a moment. Like, yeah. Nightbeat is like you know lamenting how sirens like you know just crashing everywhere with this sky sled. and then like <laughs> Hot Rod like blows over at like Nightbeat's head, like going Yahoo. And yeah. I, it's like blasted youth element. Like, like I love yeah. that. Yeah. And it's like, well, I mean, but th- that's that in its own way, like that's a form of acknowledgement. Like even to, to me, I mean, you know, in, in a funny way, just that, that one small panel of, of Darkwing and Dreadwind, like it almost, you know, justified my Hasbro toy purchases. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Cause I was like, Oh, cool. Like I own these guys. They're off being you, you cool. Can, like, yeah, like you can tell who Furman's like favorite characters are because like yeah, like Nightbeat you know gets outlined and Dreadwind and Darkwing get like some good moments. Like I love like when you know when Highbrow goes off the deep end and he just like goes on a kamikaze run against Unicron. Like Dreadwind is the one of all people to say like, dude, like we don't need suicide runs. Like what are you doing? Like <laughs> like. <laughs> Uh, that, that had to be intentional like with dreadwind's usual like you know uh tendencies like right right when when the guy who's normally prone is telling you not to do it that's when you know it's bad that's when you know shit is dire right uh. well it's funny because like even though like you know because of the nature of the marvel comic and how budiansky had to introduce all these waves of characters and stuff and like, they didn't, they were in the comics, like, I feel like, but, like, a lot of these characters didn't get a whole lot of, like, spotlight time. But, mm. you know, like, you st- like someone like Brainstorm, like, today, like, you know, like, remember the current IDW comic, like, Brainstorm is dead in the first issue. Mm-hmm. And, like, people were all upset about that, and I was kind of like, well, why are you upset? Because they're thinking of Brainstorm from the previous IDW mm. comic. And I'm like, we don't know anything about this brainstorm. Like, and like, you know, he he's dead, and like the writer doesn't have any plans for him, so he's dead. Like, I, I'm sorry. Like, you're gonna have to like remember him from the previous continuity. Like, 
But, you know, Brainstorm dies here and like you might have known him from like the rebirth or whatever. And you, he, he had some moments in the Marvel comics, but he wasn't like an irreplaceable character or anything. No, no. I mean, in fact, I, I almost thought of him as like, you know, the it, it, it to me, he would serve the same purpose as Perceptor doing the same thing. It's like a really intelligent, you know, highbrow, brainy dude just like totally like losing his shit. You know what I mean? Like somebody you think would have been able to be calm, collected and intelligent, but just in the face of this madness, just fucking, you know, lost it basically like or just wasn't thinking right. Right. And 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 let's like but the, the reason why it's like it might be more tolerable with Brainstorm than it would be with Perceptor is because Perceptor had more longevity, maybe. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's to eat the time. It's, yep, it, it's to eat your own, right? Like, it's it's to it's to what you're thinking of, right? Like, so it's like I I can see what you're saying because it's like you know it's like he he had a decent role in the Headmasters comic. He had a decent role on the Rebirth. So you may know who he is and hold some affinity for him. And I think I did. So that the scene had weight, right? I mean, it was it was it was shitty to see him get crushed by Unicron's fingernail. Right. But, you know, like that's that's also kind of the I don't know if this is a right if this is the correct analogy. It's it's the Samuel Jackson moment in Deep Blue Sea or the Janet Lee in Psycho. You know, it's like, look, we're going to kill a name character that you wouldn't expect us to kill. And and they don't just stop with brainstorm. Do you know what I mean? Like like this is you know the 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 only thing that that might have sold this a little better is if they were willing to to kill off you know or kill off one of the neo knights. You know what I mean? Like and maybe just make the new version. You know if they were going to spin it off into its own series. You know like like make like somebody's you know twin brother or their fucking nephew or somebody a <laughs> legacy version of you know whatever. Like Thunder Punch dies, but then you know Thunder punches nephew you know little thunder or some crap you know takes over or whatever but like other than that like i mean it's like it's pretty much shows you it's a free-for-all because everyone is really getting messed up so that when when prime gets knocked away you go oh crap is prime gonna come back from that like when 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 scorponok like totally dies you're like oh well crap they're like really you know like it, it to to me it, it kind of emphasized the the seriousness of the scenario that that anybody was up for grabs to 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 get you know trampled under the the foot of Unicron. I, what? Uh. Oh, I was just gonna say, I, I, like I love this issue like so much that I don't even mind that like Prowl gets like one scene and it's like getting like tossed out a window. Yeah, I was like, gonna. Grimlock or, I was gonna ask you about that. Like you yeah. know, it's 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 Furman setting Prowl up for what he's gonna do in the next like five issues, which is constantly question like Grimlock's decisions. And I mean, yeah. they, you know, he's setting up their dynamic. Like, and I honestly, like Grimlock's kind of in the right here. Cause I mean, you know, maybe, you know, maybe Prowl was kind of like, oh, we should take some time, like plan out our attack. Like, and Grimlock just wants to get into it. And, you know, he, they have like, you know, he has the arc, like basically punch Unicron in the face, like basically. So, uh, it, it was a cool visual, you know, it's a cool moment. I don't mind that Prowl has to look like a prick for it. So I mean, yeah, like it, it it's fine. I, I do mind that uh 
Grimlock takes holidays. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. What have holiday? Yeah. Put feet up. Yeah. Grimlock doing his best British. You know. <laughs> Me should have holiday. You know, like it's like okay, all right. It's more of that. It's more of that. Uh, what, what was it like? Uh, Herb Trimpy era Hulk speak. You know, where it's like he's yeah, a you can monosyllabic just, genius or whatever. You can just write it down to that. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh huh. But yeah, like, like like you said, it's all the threads coming together. Like you know, Grimlock and the Ark with the Nucleon restored Autobots. Like coming back and then like Thunderwing with the creation matrix like he had been like you know kind of blown away after matrix quest but then like he like Furman had been seeding that it was healing him and then he came back and then it, you know it's kind of a cool like thing where the you know the creation matrix and unicron fight and unicron's just like oh you're evil now well then you lose because i'm like the ultimate evil like yeah you know, like, yeah well, I mean, that that's that's kind of my attitude about Superman and poser Superman. You know, it's like, yeah. oh, you're a poser. Well, I'm the original. So you lose, <laughs> you know, like that's that's how that works. No, you, you know what? You know what? I, I, I think is something I don't know. Th- this might be an interesting topic for discussion, but it's something that I don't think I, I thought about all that much. But given that, you know, Haikyuu is, uh, you know, kind of is somewhat prominently featured in this issue, even though he, he's not really focused on all that much. You know, I, I kept thinking of everybody else, you know, like, cause it's like prime has that moment where he's like, okay, before I sacrifice myself, I'm going to let Haikyuu, you know, hop off, you know, and not, not come join me on this kamikaze ride. Right. Which, which seems like a very prime thing to do. Right. But then, you know, it, 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 to me, it, it made me dwell on like the people that didn't get those options, you know, like, it's like, it, it's I've, not I've, like Cardhead's headmaster got yeah. that option. It's well, not I, like I always, Brainstorm's I always, headmaster got that option or, like I, or I, I, well, I, I was going to say my head cannon is that highbrow let Gort get off before he you know transformed to helicopter mode and ah, went on okay. his kamikaze run because okay. i was like oh but gort had his girlfriend like on nebulos like let gort go home to his girlfriend like you know or like clearly uh yeah like uh what's his face um uh arcana I mean, Zarek, sure. Ar- Ar- yeah arcana and uh What's a hard hit? Oh, a Duros. They probably died. Cause, yeah, they, they yeah. must have. They must have died, right? Yeah, like, but I and mean, it's Zarek for sure, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So, so but, there, there are certainly a lot of them that. But that yeah, didn't... you you only ever see highbrow in helicopter mode. So I, I'm gonna like my head cannon is he said, hey Gort, like go hide. Like I'm gonna go, you know, fight in the air. Like you, you, you survive, buddy. Like it's mm, fine. Okay. Like, you know. Okay. That that's something that I had never considered. So and and since I'm sort of almost considering this all for the first time, you know, like that's that's uh, you're, you're giving me new things to think about. Yeah, because like Gort was like the like in the Sunbow cartoon, at least Gort was the leader of the Nebula yeah, rebels yeah. or whatever. And then like in, in the I think in the Marvel series, he was just like the kid out of the like, you know, the headmaster partners like who we had. He had the girlfriend and he was like, you know, the the young, like good looking kid or whatever. But yeah, that's my headcanon, though. It's like Highbrow was not so selfish that he was like, you know, come on, buddy, let's go on a suicide run. <laughs> like, right, right, right. Like, what? Like your f- Oh! Yeah, and I mean, like, so, like I said, some of these characters, it's like, 
Is anyone really going to be upset that like Finback died, like or you know, like I, Joy I, or I Joyride or Wave Rider? I mean, maybe they were like toys that someone had, and like they were like you know your special guy. But it, it's not like you know those characters had like huge arcs or anything. Like so. right, right. What else do I have to like? Uh, I'm trying to think. There's there's so much. There's so many things to say because I like a. Like I said, there's like every page. I feel like uh, I love I love every page of this issue, and it it is my favorite like Transformers comic of all time. I probably should have taken notes, but I felt like I knew this issue like so well, like that I I would like you know it would all come out of me. Well, I mean, there's there's that you know there's the wonderful double page splash of Unicron eating the planet, right? I mean, that's that's pretty perfect. I mean, they they still go into the the gears crunching up the debris and powering him and everything kind of echoing the movie, you know, that's, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, senior probably referenced like the movie yeah, to draw yeah. some of those scenes. Yeah. Know what I do love too, is that like Furman actually like characterizes Unicron a bit. Like I, I like, I feel like Unicron has more of a personality than he like, you know, movie and stuff like and like it, he's even kind of like funny in places like i love when um they all like they prime has all those guys like focus fire on his foot and he goes ouch like and like shoots them like like i love that bit when uh primus does like you know the energy binds on him like he kind of has that expression of like panic on his face or whatever where he's like you know you shouldn't you shouldn't have this power and then he's like oh wait you don't like this is just a trick like okay i wish one of us did a good orson wells impression like to read some of those lines oh to to read some of the 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 unicron lines yeah like i mean you know that's that's all uh Orson Welles with um with reverb, right? Yeah, you, know? you gotta add a lot of reverb to it, yeah. Like this this cannot, cannot be, be. <laughs> Yeah, see I'll I'll say it at the same time as you. So, <laughs> we'll have the reverb, yeah. Uh, there should be nothing left of your power save a tiny portion buried deep within Cybertron. Ha. <laughs> I see that is all that remains of you. These bonds cannot hold me. Yeah. <laughs> what are you? You're drifting into like apocalypse from yeah, the know, X-Men. Know. These bonds cannot hold me. <laughs> like, I mean, this, this issue along with like Matrix Quest, like you said, like cemented like Jeff Sr. as like one of yeah. my favorite, if, if my favorite, like Transformers artist, I feel like. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, there's no doubt. He's great. I mean, that's that's I, I, I just kind of wanted to illustrate that I, you know, I, I had only been no, exposed yeah, to Andy Wildman yeah. up to that point. But this this is a, a great issue. The art in it is fantastic. So. Yeah, no, one thing, and you'll see, like, my avatar, like, one thing I love that Senior does when someone's shocked, he gives them, like, circle eyes, like, sort of, like, the Transformers, yeah. like, you know, when, when when Optimus is yelling, like, Primus, after, like, Unicron, like, destroys him, he's got the big, wide circle eyes, like, I think that's always, like, really, you know, like, it's it's minimalistic, but it's super effective, like, yeah. you, you get yeah. the emote, like, Prime doesn't have a mouth, he has a faceplate, and he just has those two eyes to, like, emote with, and you get it, like, immediately, like, what he's feeling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just, like, leafing through it, like, right now, just to see, like, 
Yeah, like you said, like I, I love that shockwave and Starscream scene at the beginning. Like it's just like Shockwave is like the cool as a cucumber like guy, and like he, yeah. you know, that's how you know they're fucked. Is like Shockwave is like can't comprehend what they're like. Well, know. but I mean, the, the the I think I think Shockwave to to a certain degree is similar to the the brainstorm thing. This is a guy that wants everything to fit in the right box you know like he's he's all about logic and and unicron <laughs> defies logic like there's no logic there's no i mean you can't you can't strategize you can't be a, a logician and 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 logic your way out of unicron like the, the, the unicron is like a transformers natural disaster and and i mean you know you can you can try to plan for it and prepare for it before it happens but when when it hits you and you're in the middle of it and there's all this fucking chaos going on i mean that that's that you know that's the moment i think where a lot of people they don't use the the feelings they feel you know the the fear the 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 nervousness the 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 hate the the you know, whatever it is in the moment, you know, you, 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 you know, sometimes it even happens when you're happy, you know, like sometimes people don't even acknowledge that they're happy. You know, it's like this weird thing where, you know, it's like you, but, but I think sometimes to, to get through that point, you know, I mean, I, I think that's, that's kind of what black rock and the neo Knights are there for kind of, you know what I mean? Like, because, because they can acknowledge some kind of, you know, human feelings and and the fact that you can you know it, it's the thing that the green lantern thing you know it's not that he's not afraid it's that you know he he channels that energy and and becomes the most uh, willful person that he can be right like that that kind of thing and 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 a lot of these people you know i mean to me uh, or or people you know a lot of these transformers you know they they find their backbones you know what I mean? Like, I mean, certainly Scorponok does. Certainly Galvatron does. You know, certainly, you know, Prime does. You know, like there, there's, there, you know, uh, of course there are some people that, you know, just it's it's unfathomable to them that, that this is going on. But, you know, there, there are those people that, you know, obviously like Furman probably has a soft spot for. Or, you know, because he's been writing them for some time or what have you. I mean, even Galvatron or uh, Grimlock doing the the arc punch you know what i mean like so there's 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 plenty of stuff like that so <laughs> I'm, I'm like i also like i mean there's probably something like subconscious there but you're like or maybe it's conscious like what like when you were talking about like one of your favorite issues what was it uh 23 with the um menasaur versus superion Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you were talking about how, like, you were like, "Why is Circuit Breaker? Oh, you stupid bee! Like, you know, like you stupid bee word. Like, why are you attacking Superion? Like, like it, it's like when Blackrock slaps her, you're like, I think we've all wanted to slap her. Like, at some point. <laughs> like <laughs> it's like someone should make like a, a friggin' like Omni Man meme with like Blackrock and Circuit Breaker. Like, think Circuit Breaker, think like hit the bad robots. Like, yeah, hit the bad ones. Yeah. Hit the bad ones. I mean, yeah, like like I said though, I th- like I think Blackrock and Circuit Breaker like deserve to be there. Like they're yeah. long running no, no, Marvel yeah. characters. Like, and you know. I mean, people are like, oh, the stupid humans or whatever. But, you know, I, I think they deserve to be there as much yeah. as 
Spike deserves to be in like Transformers the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I guess I guess the only thing that that I find interesting is that that High Q kind of does get the short shrift, even though he's heavily involved in the story, like you basically only see his face once in this whole issue, and that's at the very end. Yeah, Optimus like ejects him in like shadow, like you don't even yeah. Like you didn't even know, like I know Furman had been seeding it for issues and issues before this, where Optimus would like double over in pain. Yeah. And, like you don't, you were like, what, what's wrong with Optimus? And then like, you know, this is the first time you realize, oh, there's something wrong with like Q or something and his bond. So like, and you know, it, it, Furman was like laying the seeds for like Optimus to be resurrected through Q, like here. Yeah. So. But yeah, you're right though. Maybe it would have been nice to like actually see him or you know have it spelled out a little more. But you know, or even have him interact with Blackrock or some of those guys or something. I don't know. But yeah, another another like great like Jeff Senior like piece of art. Like you were talking about Scorponox like death scene where his like face is like kind of melting off. Like just. Just by making it so his visor is like melting downwards off his face, like it gives like Scorponok this like really pitiable like look, like 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 he's like almost crying almost, like yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like like just stuff like that is just like ge- like the it's genius and it's like simplicity. Well, I think I think that's what really brought me back into Marvel Transformers comics is that that personification of the characters you know and 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 like you're saying it's not it's not like a ridiculous level of personification like that he actually is tearing up but i mean it 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 gives you enough to where you can you can sort of feel the 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 right you know emotion in the moment and and gives the right atmosphere for what you're reading you know absolutely and then like uh the final couple pages like when after unicron explodes like i like that you know the whole like you know they Furman like kind of redoes sort of the narration from the bottom the underneath the title like page of every issue you know they were the dream you know mechanical beings able to transform their bodies into vehicles machine and weaponry you know, and like I love like that that panel of like you know Unicron's like sort of ashes raining down on Cup's face because mm, like, yeah. it's kind of like you know Cup is so old and this is like something like you know that never seen anything like this right before. right right kind of like you know I don't know there, there's something there like you know like even if you can't articulate it it's like sad and like ancient and you know like I don't know like how to describe it but it's an it's an emotion. Yeah, and I think I, I think too, just like you think uh, Blackrock and Circuit Breaker earn their spot. I mean, I think you know Power Master Prime, you know, wielding the Matrix. I think that that was something that was probably done purposely, you know, to distinguish it from the movie. But it was also something that was pretty well earned at this point. Yeah, I mean, Prime, Prime like you like to you know say Prime had been like hand wringy, wishy washy. Yeah, Prime very like, much. Yeah, you know he finally you know he was like no like you know I'm not gonna be hand wringy anymore. Like you know, fuck you, Dark Matrix. Like yeah, know, yeah. You know. But yeah, I think okay, I think I'm, I'm all spent. Like I, I've said, like I said, I have such like you know unadulterated love for this issue that it's you know yeah, I mean so, you, you know we can go some, all over the place, but yeah, yeah, some things they're just. Uh, you know, 
they're they're fantastic, right? Like they're they're really good. So yeah, like it. What, uh, my favorite, like I, I'd say, like and it's not like issues seventy six through eighty are bad, like, but it's like you know it's coming down from an like all time high. It's just like you know, it, it, it's like the. The the it's an extended epilogue to the series, kind of, and yeah, even yeah. even issue eighty is kind of just like, oh yeah, you know, Prime comes back again and everyone's happy. Like the end, like, but yeah, this is one of my favorite conclusions to a Transformers story, like ever. Like this, I would say, like maybe from issue sixty seven to like this one, like seventy five is like the Marvel like Unicron saga or whatever. Mm. So like. And yeah, it doesn't disappoint. It's one of Furman's best endings. And it's funny because I read Generation 2 before I read this. Hmm. So it's it's kind of like... <laughs> and I, I love Generation 2's ending too. And I think it's kind of similar where there's like one page of epilogue where, you know, there's something else gonna was going to come, but it never did. But uh, it's, it's almost like I love Generation 2's ending, but it's almost like when I read kevin smith's like daredevil run or like you know his original run with joe quesada's art and i was kind of like oh yeah that was really good and then like years later i read like born again and then mm. i was like oh kevin smith just kind of repeated every <laughs> like thing from that story and like just mm. told it differently so like you know it's it's kind of like now I'm kind of like after I read Generation Two and then I read this issue, I was like, oh, like Simon Furman's already pulled this before. Like basically, like when I, you know, when I read Generation Two's ending, where I'm like, oh, you know, the epic struggle against an elemental villain with, you know, dozens of casualties and like, you know, and then Optimus Prime uses the Matrix, you know, purges it and it comes back at the end. Like, oh, okay, so Furman's done this before too. I enjoy this issue a great deal. I, I guess I concur with, you know, like sometimes I, you know, with some stories, I'm usually, you know, I guess old enough to have experienced the first version of them before somebody does the greatest version of it or whatever. But there, there is certainly some where I had moments like you've had where I read something and go, oh, man, like that was really cool. And then and then I go back and read some series of back issues and go, oh, I see. This is this is where it was done the first time, you know, type thing. So, you know, so I mean, I can totally appreciate running into something like that. And, you know, as far as anniversary issues go, I mean, this is a great anniversary issue. It's a great double sized issue. The you know, uh, is it is it my like favorite Transformer story like you of all time? Uh, you know, I probably put a couple other issues up there in my list as far as the Marvel show. But I mean, outside of that. You know, this is this is certainly a great issue to talk about and, and is something that's like certainly uh, very enjoyable to me. Awesome. Thank you, Derek. Uh, why, why don't you do the uh, usual spiel? Yeah, if you enjoy listening to episodes of Transformers Tuesdays, you can find them over on the fanholespodcast.blogspot.com. If you want to check out the backlog of episodes, they'll be there for direct download on the blogspot. We can be emailed at fanholespodcast at gmail.com. We are on all kinds of social media. We're on Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We appreciate all the likes, hearts, shares, and retweets that we receive. And we can be streamed, we can be found on Apple Podcasts, we're on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Awesome. So this is Mike uh, saying 
they were the dream, I guess. Uh, this is Derek, Derek WC. Did I do good, Mike? <laughs> yes, old friend, you did good. <laughs> Yay. Okay, cool. Signing off. And your face melts off. Yeah, there you go. Justin's online. You want to say hi to Justin for a sec? No, I'd rather not. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm like fuck, fuck Justin. Fuck Justin. <laughs> and let me try to add him to the. <laughs>